Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of The Unveiling. Today I'm gonna just share a little bit from my heart today, kind of impromptu on loyalty, the greatest virtue of all. So uh, yeah, let's go. So uh, as of late, there's been kind of this thought process um, that's been resting heavy on my heart, this idea that I've been kind of uh, measuring the landscape of my motives and actions uh, and examining a, a worldview through. And it's this idea that involves the virtue, the greatest virtue uh, of all time, in my opinion. Um, and that virtue is loyalty. And it's this idea or rather observation of the common Western Christian appears to have lost this virtue of loyalty. Now, let me explain what I mean by that a little bit further. Um, I'm not referring to like loyal to some church or group or pastor, um, though that's very important and many Christians have lost that. I'm not referring to loyalty to a spouse, though that's very important and a lot of Christians have lost that. Um, I'm more so referring to a kingdom culture, a culture of a, a kingdom society and loyalty to a king. Now, what I don't mean by loyalty to a king is uh, whether Christians remain believers or not. Um, because in that sense, uh, I don't think Western Christians are disloyal. I think many Western Christians remain believers their entire life, um, but they have still lost loyalty to their king. So while one may remain a citizen, it doesn't mean their loyalty lies with their king completely and thoroughly. Let me expand a little further on this developed idea. Um, when we look at monarchies throughout the pages of history, when we look at 1064 AD, the 11th century, European kingdoms, uh, when we look at ancient uh, Near Eastern societies and kingdoms and how they operated, Egypt and, and Babylon and Persia and, and uh, many even Indian tribes that are remote in Southern America and just obsolete areas, um, transcending all cultures, transcending all uh, timelines and eras. While, while many variables and many things may change in each kingdom, how they operate, what they value, uh, all of these different things, there's one thing every kingdom has had in common from the beginning of time till now. It doesn't matter the location or the period of time, the culture or the DNA of the citizens. This one thing is the same in every kingdom. And that's the virtue of loyalty and the value of the virtue of loyalty from the citizens uh, towards that kingdom and that kingdom's values, but especially the, the loyalty towards the king. And if you were not remaining loyal to the king, uh, you were committing treason. And typically the only times we see people willing to commit, commit treason is when the king is oppressive 
and absolutely terrible um, in character. And uh, there's a plot to remove them from the throne uh, via death. Um, or you have a small group of people committing treason and they're unloyal to the king for some sort of political agenda or gain. Outside of that, generally, uh, there's this, it's, it's the culture in the kingdom. Loyalty to the king is one of the most honorable and greatest attributes and virtues that one could possess. And um, what does that mean? Now, all, not all forms of disloyalty is treason. If that king has set values and customs and cultures uh, based off of their character, um, to be disloyal to that would be to break the law, though that the law that you broke may not be an act of treason. You're still a lawbreaker because you were disloyal to the king's character, custom, or values. We serve the greatest king in history of all time. The, the king above all kings, he's the most generous king, most loving king, most faithful king. He's the only king to lay down his life for his subjects. Never in history have we really seen ever a king willing to lay down their life for their citizens. So we have this kingdom that is set up with the perfect political system, if you will, uh, the perfect king, the most loving and kind king uh, that, that any human mind could fathom or dream up. We as Christians, have that king and serve that king. We are citizens of that kingdom. And so we show disloyalty through sin, making sinful decisions. Why is that the case? Because a sin is essentially, all a sin is, is acting contrary to the values, the character and the culture of our king and his kingdom. That is all sin is. And so when we live a lifestyle of compromise, any amount of compromise, and yes, I understand, I account for the idea, we are human, we're fallen, we're weak, we'll make mistakes and sin. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not arguing that. There's no argument there. Um, but when we choose a, um, a lifestyle of compromise in any area, no matter small or big, we're living um, with the choice of being uh, disloyal to our king. Now we will mess up and we'll make mistakes and I make plenty of them. Um, and I'm still, I'm still working every day to be more and more like Christ. But since I've had this revelation or kind of this mindset, this way of looking at um, loyalty and the heaven's kingdom and and I'm a citizen of a kingdom. And I know in America, we don't really know what that means or looks like because we've never experienced what it means to live in a kingdom. I'm studying these things and I'm trying to apply those principles to my life and my relationship with, with Christ, understanding I'm a citizen of a kingdom serving a king. And, um, and since I started doing that, there's been such an inspiration uh, that's come over my life, this desire to um, not compromise in even the littlest things because I want to be loyal to my king. And when I start seeing that, uh, 
the littlest thing to the biggest thing. It's all compromise, whether it's compromising a little white lie or um, maybe a little dishonesty to your spouse or dishonor to your parents or um, maybe uh, I'm, I stole just a little thing. No, I'll miss it. Or maybe it's something bigger like adultery or uh, grand theft or murder or you know, whether it's something hidden like selfishness or pride or greed or something that's not hidden like a bad attitude or um, um, foul speech, whatever it may be, small or big, if we choose compromise knowing it goes against the value and character of our king, we chose disloyalty. And it looks like in Western Christianity, that there's this sense of being okay with disloyalty to our king, aka compromise, um, when uh, it meets the needs of the one compromising. So if it meets my needs, I'll find a way to justify the compromise. I'll find a way to justify the disloyalty or the treason, if you will. And we're seeing this kind of run rampant in Western societies, um, especially among Christians. And what I want to do is call followers of Jesus back to this place of loyalty, extreme radical loyalty to the king. That means uh, declining any opportunity of compromise, whether small or big, don't, don't, cover it up with this term, oh, don't be so religious. That's baloney. That's baloney. Any amount of compromise, small or big, is an act of disloyalty towards the king. And I don't know, I just want to be one of those citizens that's like displayed in all those movies where, where you're in a kingdom setting and it's like the most honorable, loyal, um, just regular citizen to the king who gets like all this, like, he's almost like viewed as a hero in the eyes of, of the audience because simply he was just loyal to the king. And um, there's nothing special about him other than his hurtful loyalty. And I want to bring back in my own life this virtue of loyalty to the best of my ability. Now, I have a long way to go. Absolutely, a long way to go. No questions asked. But I'm inspired. And I think that's where it starts. And I would love to see... Uh, a, a generation, a remnant of Christians in the West choose this radical um, stand for loyalty to the king, whether small or big. Anytime you cross this bridge where you have the opportunity to compromise even the smallest way and that thought comes to your mind of, am I gonna choose loyalty or disloyalty here? That we would so desire to be loyal to the king that we choose the loyal path and, and, and uh, following our king's nature and his character and uh, what we know align with his values. And so that's kind of where my heart's been. That's kind of where my head's been and work in progress. There's a lot of practice to do, but I think that's the purpose of following Jesus um, as one of his students is it's a journey and, uh, and you get to go along on that journey and let the Holy Spirit kind of refine you and, um, and form you into his image. 